0: Ready?
1: Hello and welcome to Rhythm and Pixels, the video game music podcast. This is 9-8 and we're your hosts. My name is Rob Nichols. And I'm Pernell. Um, Every week we get together and we listen to great video game music from all generations and all consoles and we enjoy it.
0: <laughs> Pretty much. And every once in a while it gets a little frantic here in, in, in the casa, so to speak, so it usually involves a lot of bouncing and bounding. <laughs> but at the end of the day, we come up with what we got, we put it out there, and cross our fingers that you dig it. Yeah, we hope you like it. We had we
1: had a, actually a bunch of, we had a couple more guests planned, and we actually have a special, um, I'm going to say it right now, we're going to do a special for on Undertale um, in the next few weeks, because Undertale is getting released on the PlayStation 4. Which... Uh, Oh, okay. Oh, I was going to say, but um, I didn't have a lot of time because work told me to leave for the week and go to
0: where they are, and um, I just came home, so here we are. <laughs> and whereas my mind's like, oh, we'll just we'll just not go with the next week or so because you got stuck with work, Rob's like, nope, knock it out no, because yeah. he's con- this guy's consistent. No, but yeah, we need to get this done, man. Get this, <laughs> get this out there. Get out there for the people.
1: I got lots of backups, and... Um, I listened to a lot of music
0: while I was away on the plane, and um, I listened to a lot in the hotel room. And I will say one perk to scenarios like this is that when we have scenarios that occur, we end up with what ends up being a pretty relaxed topic— Due to the ver- due to the fact that time is of the essence, and that topic topic style is the wild card topic.
1: Yeah, this is the most relaxed topic we could probably come up with. <laughs> it's completely
0: relaxed. Any tracks we had in the past that just didn't seem to fit any themes that we had laid out, any tracks that did fit a theme but said theme was yeah. underdeveloped. Hey, this is the time. <laughs> Pull them out your pocket. Let
1: them ride. And um, I would say that uh, this t- this this time this time right now that the episode's coming out is very important that we have some more relaxing <laughs> relaxing time and um, I've actually picked some i picked out some really um, emotional tracks because I've been feeling really emotional so oh wow yeah how's that sound I'm curious to hear what you chose to be honest with you cool alright I'm gonna start this one off um, and I hope you enjoy it um, this is from the game Saiken Densetsu 3 ooh yeah by uh, composed by Hiroki Kakuta and this, one, this song is called Return to Forever or the Super Famicom. Mm And we're back. You're listening to Return of Forever for the game Seiken Densetsu 3 for the Super Famicom, composed by Hiroki Kakuta. And this song is... What was the ending theme?
0: <laughs> it has to have been the ending theme. And,
1: wow, it's it takes... there's It goes into so many different directions, and it's just so sad. It's sad and hopeful, but I feel like it's more sad than hopeful. I don't know how this game... Ends, but for me, it it really hit me emotionally when I was listening to it the first time through.
0: It definitely carries a a tone that exudes some a, a somber. It's a somber tone, I would yeah, say that yeah, much definitely, for sure. Definitely there, yeah. And I also think it's interesting that as it was playing, I think we called it at least two different times. I was like, I think that's it. That's the, <laughs> that's the kicker. And there's like, nope. There's a whole other moment. There's more emotions to come. I and, did
1: forget this little last part looped. I, I forgot about that. But I it, love I love how the the piano section and like the little piano arpeggiation at the beginning like strips down and then it's just the
0: piano and then more piano gets added on top of that. It's really great. Oh, it's legitimately a stellar tune. Mm. And if this is the actual ending, it does make me want to see why it plays as it does, as in to get to the end. Like, I know Secret of Mana had a bit of a somber ending in its own right. Yeah. You know, the sprite, you know, becomes the tree, so you lose your friend. But I can't picture something like that happening in this game, but then again, who's to say it doesn't happen to an NPC, which would be the same, regardless of who your starting trio ends up being.
1: Yeah, it's just just different in Seiken Densetsu 2 then, right? Because you'd have... You'd have um, another person, a friend of yours, playing the game.
0: Yeah, in Psychon 2, you always had a set cast. It was the the male, the female, and the sprite character. Right. But in Psychon 3, there was a cast of maybe seven to nine. and of No, six. It was six people, and you had to choose three of them. One as your main, and then two that you'd meet up with later on. And then those would ultimately be your party. They had characterizations and stuff, but... I believe the story was written, slightly had different variations on the plot based on the trio and who was your lead. Mm-hmm. So it's it's hard to tell how that would come together for one emotional clenching ending related to one of your playables if the game doesn't guarantee who any of those playables will be. Yeah.
1: I don't know. Uh, maybe we should try that one out i should try that one out sometime i really i really love the music for that i almost like the music more than second and Setsu 2
0: did you play that one before
1: uh, secret of mana yeah oh yeah not all the way through i mean i, I love the music but I, I never actually got into uh into the third one.
0: Oh yeah definitely play that one then except
1: for listening to the soundtrack
0: just get ready to not be able to run very well yeah so um what did you pick out for the show um I had a couple of tracks that I had lined up for such an episode because, again, they didn't really seem to fit themes that we could pad out very far. So I'll start with the first one that I originally got on that list, which was from the game Simigami Tensei, Devil Summoner, Soul Hackers, <laughs> and it's called Algon Corporation Reality. Okay, that's Awesome. You're listening to Shin Megami Tensei, Devil Summoner, Soul Hackers, <laughs> Algon, NS Building, Reality. I got it wrong. I was like Algon Court because I'm in a corporate mindset right now. Um, and this track is composed by Shoji Meguro, Toshiko Tasaki, and Tsukasa Masuko. This track, I originally was contemplating putting it on some like a business time related theme. Which probably could have been filled out, but I'm not sure just how many tracks would have actually ultimately filled into that role. Mm -hmm. However, I always had a special fondness for this tune. It's the first dungeon of the title. It's a title that I... This is the first dungeon? Yeah. Wow, this is like
1: a sinister sounding song.
0: Oh yeah, this is when you learn about the actual incident that you're dealing with. Because in the game, you're a hacker group called the Spookies. And you pretty much deal... You're basically hacker criminals, quote unquote. But for I can't remember all the specifics of time I you ultimately end up in this facility and you acquire the ability to summon demons and the boss of the level is a rock star <laughs> who actually was like guitar riffs and weird mess. Oh man, really I was bizarre. gonna say
1: like there's like a keyboard solo behind that. It. It's almost kind of like a guitar. It's kinda of, that kinda of reminds me of that. It's just got a very 80s Miami Vice kind of sound to it.
0: Oh, yeah. If you saw the character costumes of the, of the people in the game, you'd probably get that. It's very cyberpunk, but I could see a dash of Miami Vice or something popping in there, too. Oh, wow. But it's a very cyberpunk-style game. Because, uh, again, it involves a lot of hacking. You go into the Internet. You know, This <laughs> is back when the Internet was this mysterious thing. So people just made it into whatever they wanted. Right, into uh, cyberspace. <laughs> yeah, they dive into cyberspace and go shopping. Um,
1: like, like Just like today.
0: Oh, it, exactly. 100%. It makes you kind of wish you could actually walk through digital malls, like, on foot. But... Digital devil malls. Oh I, would, oh, I would enjoy the hell out of that. Well, Cause... I mean,
1: there was a time, and I think it's still a thing, um, where there was uh, the HTML, which is the hypertext markup language. There was a uh, VRML, which was the virtual reality markup language.
0: Like, that was a thing. <laughs> it's still
1: a thing. Um, I think it's been repurposed but the idea was that if you were to um use it, the http protocol to a website which supported vrml you were taken into like their three-dimensional space and the markup language defined that that three-dimensional space i was really into this stuff as a kid like all like the newest technology and it just it really hit my imagination but like of course none of that <laughs> had ever happened
0: that sounds like a wild concept, though. It, though? So, maybe, so it yeah. makes you almost think that maybe the way they designed the mall in Paradigm X in this game is actually how they envisioned VR ML to ultimately be. Like you're walking through a virtual mall, and you go into a virtual boutique and you shop.
1: Yeah, I think, I think, I think so. And but when you come down to um, like the reality of it, this is the this is the reality part of the song, <laughs> it, which is. Um, that, yeah, no one wants to do that, Like it's just too much work. <laughs>
0: you just want to click and be done.
1: Yeah, you scroll a page and click, you know, the user experience of putting on a VR headset and going to Amazon to buy dog food.
0: God, Ashley, can you just imagine if they did that, yeah. what Amazon mall would be,
1: <laughs> it would be infinite. I bet you Google, Google labs might have something on, on, in their works for like Google Glass or something.
0: Yeah, right. and it's probably still being tested because <laughs> employees have gone in and never come out. They get lost inside, yeah. you can't find the exit.
1: They're lost in a cyberspace mall. <laughs> I just want to find the food court. All right, so um, my next track is another emotional track, and it was a surprise. Um, I have not... I was inspired to start looking into more Sega Master System games um, from the uh, VGM Jukebox. Oh. And I don't think this is a game they've explored. I don't think it is. It's called Dragon Crystal. For the Sega Master System. Now, the composer sounds familiar because this composer is, I didn't realize, is one of my all-time favorite Sega composers. His name is E. Fugu. I don't know what his his first name means. Fugu! But he composed um, that Putt-Putt track that I fell in love with that was super jazzy. Oh! And that was like my number one track of last year.
0: And now we got this guy. Yeah. He's on the run again.
1: So I wasn't expecting the, the emotions to come out of a Master System track. So this is levels 11 to 20 for the game Dragon Crystal, composed by Ifugu for the Sega Master System. are back. We're we're back. You're back listening to me talking, and we're back on the show. Um, <laughs> just some editing issues there earlier, and some some voice problems too. Everything sounding okay for now?
0: Oh yeah. yeah.
1: I, I, I think I still sound like me. Good, good. I had had some voice issues with Pernell, so I changed out a few processors. I had to recharge his batteries.
0: It was breaking down. It sounded like some sort of weird. I don't know, robotic hobo. Yeah, it was like a god a, complex. I had to work the bellows, you know? <laughs> <laughs> now now uh, I picture myself having bellows. Like, yeah, brr. <laughs>
1: like a steampunk Pernell. You should have been. Steam Pernell. Uh, so this is a levels 11 through 20 for the game Dragon Crystal for the Sega Master System composed by Ifugu. And I, I would love to hear this played by like a full band. Like I could, I could imagine this with a whole lot of heavy heavy guitars you know it's just so i could see this being a really big full orchestrated but like a rock rock band
0: orchestrated track this track just seems so mellow for roguelike like you know, it's just, like with all the stress that comes from those games especially as now that you're past the t- intro phases because i guess it's at 11 to 20 to have this playing as you're like pretty much constantly running for your life just seems kind of <laughs> Well,
1: like classic RPGs, like really, really classic like RPGs, are, are like that. You know, you start with nothing and then you, you play until you're done because you couldn't save the game. Nice. I used to have a lot of uh, PC games like that that were just
0: like text based, and I would just play through until I died. Never actually got to play any text based role playing games with a level of depth to them or to my ability to play. Yeah. Like I could see myself yeah. going into a game. It's like, you're in a room that's got four walls and a door. What are do you doing? You're like, can't I do? You know, like (laughs) like, touch the ceiling. Like you're not tall enough. Like you don't know who I am, but, uh, all kinds of stuff like that. That seems always like, I would like to try because I heard of them, but never had the access to such games because I got into RPGs too late. I feel like it would be a regular thing. The thought of
1: cyberspace and like that kind of, um, virtual reality where your entire body or your whole, like you, you exist inside virtual reality probably all stemmed from those kinds of games because it's all text based, right? And you're reading it, it's all in your own head. So who wouldn't wanna wanna like, you know, have adventures in a world like that. Go and buy from Amazon in a world like that. I don't know. Uh, maybe I'm just I'm really
0: reaching again. You're in a room with fifty stores, you have twenty dollars. Yeah. What will you do? Like find more (laughs) money. You can't find more money. Get a job. They're not hiring at this virtual mall. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what are you supposed to do here? I, I can't even break that down. But maybe you're right. Maybe I don't know.
1: I think. Wait, well, maybe don't. Do you feel like that? Like you know, you read and you're kind of like transported into that world. You you exist in that world. So oh, I, maybe maybe it's like that.
0: Oh, I do, but I'm stuck on. You say like you wouldn't want to have an adventure in an environment like that. And now I'm seeing a, a Amazon mall <laughs> that's broken out into sectors yeah. populated or run by various gang or monster lords That's and yeah. you have to traverse the Amazon mall and claim dominance over it but you get goodwill <laughs> through each sector by shopping at the stores to get equipment that yeah. strengthens you and also earns you prestige and friendship
1: I could see that being actually a really fun like indie game I want to get a, on yeah, that. Yeah. or um, or maybe like the Amazon should introduce something like that. And if you uh, you beat a certain level, you get like ten percent off your next purchase. I
0: don't know. I'd almost be i I'm just saying Amazon. That.
1: Just saying Amazon. If you're listening to the show, now, I know Amazon listens to my show. Oh, they do. Yeah, all of Amazon.
0: All oh, just well, maybe just Mr. Amazon.
1: I think they play our show in the fulfillment centers on loudspeakers.
0: Please do that. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that. I want that to be a, an actual so, thing that they do. What do you think of the track? I thought it was nice. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Like I said, my only thing yeah, is that kind I, felt a, like it was a juxt- I felt like it didn't quite fit the mold yeah. of nearly dying in a roguelike dungeon. You got kind of like a relaxing vibe out of it. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I,
1: I, I feel like this is a much more epic, like larger sound. Hmm. But what's interesting is that the Sega Master System, the PSG, also exists in, um, inside the, the Sega Genesis.
0: So it pretty much uses that on both consoles.
1: Yeah, yeah, they added it on there. There was actually an add-on to the to the Master to the Mega Drive Power play, Base Converter. Yeah, to play Master System games. That's, I don't
0: even have a Genesis anymore, but I still have the Power Base Converter. Oh,
1: no kidding! I think um, Emily was looking for that from uh, the GM Jukebox.
0: Well, Emily, if you're listening to this episode. I have a power-based converter, <laughs> so it's in my mom's closet I think, still. Uh,
1: she mentioned it on the last episode. It has yeah. been
0: used since 1992.
1: So, uh, the, the PSG on the Master System, I believe, is three channels of square waves and the, um, the noise channel, which uh, Rob F. Switch from the Legacy Music Hour called the Sega Beatbox, the Master System Beatbox, because a lot of like the rhythm tracks sound like a beatbox going. <laughs>
0: the Genesis and the just had a very different sound to me. They like, do. It didn't. It, it didn't. Quali- it didn't count alongside. Like it sounded nothing like the NES.
1: No, no, no. There's, there's a lot. They could. They, I think they could do a lot less with the square waves on, on the on the master system. Like they didn't have a lot of dynamics. They couldn't, like, vibrato and do all sorts of ins and outs and pitch bends. Ah. Um, and that's not as much. But they could layer them together, and that's how you get that kind of um, phasing effect um, on the lead, which I think is coming up. Nope, not coming up. Anyway, what's your what's your last track? <laughs>
0: <laughs> what's coming up? Um, My last track is from, well, obviously from a game that I love. And it also is a track I enjoy, but... It fits a theme, but we've been... It's funny, we we still have not done it because we originally chose a theme for an episode that we weren't able to air, so one day it'll come out. But <laughs> I figured I'll get this track on now. I gotta ask you, you what that was, I don't even remember. You'll probably know when you hear the track, you'll probably be able to guess. So. Okay, okay, cool. The track I'll, I'll is from that. the game La Mulana, okay. and the track title is called Electric Profit. Actually, I take that back. This is not that track. But still, it's a track I like, and I wanted it on this episode. And we'll still bring up the theme that we haven't done yet. All right, so this is not Lava Milana. No, it's still Lava Mulana yeah. and it's still Electric Prophet, but it's not the track from the game that I was oh. thinking about. Okay, now I'm, now I'm deeply confused. <laughs> All will be revealed after it plays, I think. Uh, right. Welcome back. You're listening to Electric Prophet from the game La Mulana, composed by Horiya Samejima. Fun fact, this track actually never got released into the game proper. It is an unused tune. So,
1: was it included in the official, I guess the official soundtrack then, right?
0: That was the thing. I even, I'm guessing yeah. it maybe. had an official, like at least to, like digital distribution, because yeah. they had to got it from somewhere. But, maybe uh, those,
1: um, those cyber hackers like dove into the
0: game. The spookies style. found it.
1: Yeah, and they pulled it out.
0: Or wizards, Spookies, or wizards. I'll take either any, any click that got me this awesomeness. Nice. Because this track would not have fit in any other episode we could have possibly come up with because it's unused. And I can't speak for Rob, but. I can't think of that many unused tracks <laughs> for games, like, games composed for games that not using them. The I see it often
1: a lot when I download, like, full, like, Nintendo and Game Boy and SNES, like, rips, like, often there's a lot of unused. Ah. Uh-huh. So but I'd have it, to go down that road to yeah, 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 yeah. Like, like, one or two
0: unused. Sometimes they're just jingles or, like, little, like, hey, you got the power-up type things. Oh. Yeah. I mean, it had to be, like, a medley for it to click. Um, but this also ultimately ended up being a track that I fell in love with through my throughout my infinite listens of this LST. So, given the opportunity to wildcard it, I had no choice, no no other recourse but to put it on an episode of the show. So here it is, and I hope you guys enjoyed it.
1: It's very frantic. I like how I like I like how frantic the um the keyboard is.
0: Yeah, I remember at one point you mentioned that you thought it resembled possibly a boss theme.
1: Yeah, yeah, it sounds like um, like you're running, running from something. Maybe it's chasing you, or maybe like there's sections where you're running from maybe like uh, boulders, and then you, then you go back and attack it. <coughs> In my mind, I get this scheme confused with um, a thousand spikes.
0: Actually, I could see that too because they they have a very similar character, the yeah, main character scope. Like they're both Indiana Jones esque. People. He has, they got the hat going on and they don't have like, the other guy doesn't have a whip, but he's got a knife. Yeah, and he dies a lot more often. <laughs> a lot more often. Yeah, he does. Poor dude. But honestly, I you should try a thousand and one spikes at some point too, just to see how long until you get too frustrated to care. But it's got a strange punishing pu- positively punishing persona perception. It's about it. I made all of those words like they Probably that, don't fit at yeah. all. But the point is, the, I, point I like those kinds of
1: games though. So that's that's cool. And I, I did see some playthroughs of it, but it, and it seems like the, the 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 challenge comes from like, oh, I didn't see that there.
0: Yeah, there's a lot kind of, of memorization. Me. <laughs> oh, it's very annoying. But there's something addictive about it too because it does the the Super Meat Boy style respawn. And almost immediately okay, quality, yeah. so you're just like back into it. So you back get
1: that kind of game loop of like going over and over and over again. I just, I like it if I lose like knowing that it was my fault.
0: It's <laughs> very rarely your fault. This game. <laughs> it's usually some nonsense like the I want to be the guy Steve style where uh, you jump over a pit and they just put a block there because why the hell not? Yeah. And this game, they'll put a spike trap on a block that you would logically think this is where you should jump to. Or there'll be a block that shoots arrows that doesn't look like it would do that and then mm-hmm. pow right
1: in the butt you know like i feel like if i just gave them more of a chance that i'd be happier with this style of games but then i think i don't want
0: to give them my time <laughs> i'd say <laughs> yeah. it's, it's worth a shot just to see how it flows but yeah. i got a feeling like i said, i'd be curious to see how far you get until you go i'm done with this i i don't even feel like it anymore yeah. i'll give it a shot and I'll, I'll report back So i think i i think i've got it somewhere i might actually have downloaded it
1: Um, But let's let's bring this track down, because now we're going to have an early bonus round. Bonus round. (laughs) The bonus round is the part of the show where we play covers and remixes on our theme, but today's a wild card, so we're just going to play whatever we feel like, and I'm excited about that. I feel... Different. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to play a track from, um, I'm not sure if I've played from him before. His name is Grimecraft. And I first discovered him. He had a uh, a Pokemon, yeah, he had a Pokemon remix album. I think that's when I played the episode. I played the song on the, on that, the Pokemon episode that we did. Um, but this was a bonus track that he did for the Katamari Damacy um, remix album that was put out by DJ Joe. So this is Lonely Rolling Star Kawaii Club Remix. Ooh. Yeah, by Grimecraft. And I hope you like it. Strappleberry. Remixed by Grimecraft called the Kawaii Club Remix. And I love that. That song is all about the toms. That <laughs> I love that breakdown. So I just
0: good. got stuck in the just the, gender, the the chorus because the chorus of that song will always stick with me. I love it. I would play yeah. the stage in that game that introduced that song. I played it for infinite <laughs> times. Like I can't even explain how many times I played it. It got to the point where I didn't even bother with the rest of the game. I just played that level, and it was a larger neighborhood stage that had the same track on. Yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That I just—that's all I wanted to play. That was so much fun. Yeah, but it's like that game. It's like that music,
1: mixed with like a club beat, mixed with Phil Collins. I can feel it coming, I wonder if he was—that's what he was Roll going on. for. He uses that in a few of his other songs, um, which is cool. Been, uh, I, I do like this, this quick breakdowns.
0: I've been waiting for that paper clip all of my on, life. Man. Roll on.
1: <laughs> I'm not big enough to hit that thing over there. <laughs> 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 Just roll I on. I lost that. that was, uh, but you got to roll. You, like, you roll into like, um, like uh, street signs and like street lamps and you get stuck. <laughs> and then like a minute later, you're like, oh, I'm fine. Boosh. <laughs> <laughs> now you're taking <laughs> Run right transition. over him, yeah. All
0: right. What you got? What well, you got? I use this as an excuse to play more Viking guitar. So, Oh, awesome. Because <laughs> I love Viking guitar. <laughs> Absolutely. And so this track is from Blaster Master. It is a metal cover remix by Viking guitar for the game Blaster Master. I enjoyed that track because of we sure as heck did. That is Viking Guitars' rendition of Blaster Master by Viking Guitar. Um, <laughs> it, yeah, that was great. I, li- I like how they went right into that. Was it stage two? Yeah, stage two. I was listening to it the first time, and I was like, man, I really wish they just did more. Instead of just stage one, and then right into stage two, which I would have preferred to have been the majority but I'll take it because the entirety sounded really, really good. Um, I, I don't think enough people even listen to this guy, but more should because there are a lot of different metal cover groups out there. Right. But I genuinely believe that of all the ones I've heard, Viking Guitar is legitimately my favorite one. Wow. And I, I'm That's pretty- saying something. You love metal Oh, yeah. Period. You just love metal. I love metal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But he is the guy. And believe it or not, he is one guy. It just He just knocks it out of the park every time. I haven't heard a bad track of his yet. And my favorite of his to this day may well be from the cat that we played on the show before, but it was Cave Story, um, yeah. Welcome to Town.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So
0: give it a listen, either on the episode it aired on, which I don't remember off the top of my head. It oh, was
1: Indie Games, I think.
0: Back Good in- memory. Yeah, it's yeah. most likely Indie Games because Cave Story would have fit, too. It been like a three dash something. <laughs> so look up our Indie Games episode and check that out if you need a refresher on how, just how great that track actually is. Definitely. So if you want more information about the artists, um, like you know, how to
1: get to their music, how to get to their, um, their band camps, and how to support these artists, go to rhythmandpixels.com. We'll have all of the links right there for you. Thanks for listening to 9-8 of Rhythm and Pixels. This has been our third wildcard episode because I've been away and I'm very tired. <laughs> I hope you don't mind.
0: You shouldn't mind yeah. because wildcards will happen a lot more often. Too. Not more often. But Not more there, of will, there will be more wildcard episodes, whether because something happens in either of our lives that hinders the episode or just because we want to choose Bunch of random stuff. Yeah. And it happens. Yeah.
1: Well it's it's good to be back. It is good to be back in the uh, in the seat here. It's good to see you. Oh thanks. thanks. Yeah.
0: Likewise, likewise. Thanks. Um Yeah, it's good
1: to be home eating normal food again. It's tough like when you're away, you end up eating restaurant food for like days on end. And it's fun for like a couple days and then it just
0: I also picture it being additionally it. challenging for you because you're a vegetarian yes. and you were in Texas. Yeah. <laughs> Which is like the barbecue capital of but, the United um, States.
1: Houston actually has a really, really diverse population, and so it has a very diverse like restaurant scene. Really? Yeah, yeah. So that worked out pretty well, mostly, mostly pretty well. I mean, with, out with other people, fun are, plug of course, time, big meat you, eaters. What was your favorite eatery that you did visit while you were down oh, okay. there? There was a Persian restaurant. Um, it was called Kazar. Ka- uh, oh, K A S A R K Kazar. Persian cuisine and th- the hummus I had there was the best hummus I think I've ever had Ooh. and I no joke I smelled like garlic for two days <laughs> I came back home late Friday and I still smelled like garlic
0: yesterday so I assume that your critique of, the <laughs> shit of that place was not enough garlic in their recipe uh,
1: no yeah I think it was I, I wouldn't have gone anymore <laughs> but no I think that was my favorite that was that was my favorite I went to a really good pizza place I went to a lot of places for now um yeah Until, diverse places a lot of places a lot of beers a lot of a lot of food you can't go wrong with beers no no you can go you can have too many though that's mm-hmm. for sure so yeah i've learned to, i've learned to sort of um, slow things down after my first trip I like, you know how much i have you know how 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 to eat better how how you know how you pace yourself over the week so you're not like hey everyone's out everyone's drinking and then like you're just dead the whole week you, know, you just <laughs> you don't do that that's
0: the whole thing. You just don't do that. And, mm-hmm. then you, and, then you, and then you can do it. And then you can make it work. Times like that where the Twin Lakes brewery motto of drinking enough beer <laughs> all day, but then be sober enough to pick up your kids after school. Yeah, but you know those guys that's had it. some... Uh, <laughs> that's not great advice. It's not. I just thought that was probably the most humorous descriptive for yeah. desire to create a beer, which is which was, again, to be able to drink all day on the porch yeah then be sober enough to pick up your kids from school yeah and then go home and drink some
1: water. those beers weren't exactly low al- lowest of alcohol but they're not around I mean they're not they're still around but they aren't what they were
0: not because they had to change I love what we're going for this random tangent no, yeah, but no. like it, they had to change what watering holes I remember, remember correctly yes yes so they were on that um, that really old
1: um, like pre-civil war like farm yeah and then um, and they
0: lost it because of dispute Family so, dispute. so fun thing to learn from this episode of the show: the water that goes into your beer actually makes a huge difference. It
1: makes a huge difference. I had no idea. I had no idea, but it was—it's not the same. I had so I had the new recipe, or the new whatever. The, it's the same recipe, but it's the new from the new brewery, and it's not as—it's no, it's not.
0: No, <laughs> it's not Good. So if you like beer, protect our waterways, because heaven forbid you don't want beer that came from an oily street. Yeah, I know. Uh, people will say, oh, no, people drank
1: beer because the water wasn't safe to drink back in the day. But you know what? It makes a difference. If you want quality beverage, you get quality, clean water. Here? Here. There you know, um, go. <laughs> hey! We're turning into a beer podcast. We could we could probably do that. Um but, you know, I'll let you know. We don't, we don't drink on the show. No, we don't.
0: don't. Don't drink in podcast. Well, unless you're really funny when you do. Yeah.
1: No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely not. Um, so uh, if you'd like to get in touch with us, if you'd like to say hi, um, why don't you uh, send us an email? Rhythmandpixels at hotmail.com. And um, if you want to see more information about the show, um, if you'd like to get links to the bonus round things or full track listing, go to the website, rhythmandpixels.com. And if you would like to uh, maybe do, do us a solid, hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening on, if it's on Stitcher, if it's on iTunes, even if it's on YouTube, go ahead and hit subscribe. That would really um, help us out. And if you're feeling generous at all, go to uh, Patreon.com/RhythmAndPixels. We've actually, I've actually got some ideas um, for some uh, for the backers on, on really? Patreon. Yeah, I've got I've got some really fun ideas. So in the next week or two, we're gonna have that. Yeah. And this, um, we have a, actually a special thing this week, and it's gonna be also um, on Facebook. So if you haven't already, go to Facebook. And check that out, and then you're gonna to want to comment there on one of our episodes because there's a little special surprise. That's all I've got to say about that. <laughs> That's exactly what I'm talking about for
0: now. Okay, just so we'll to make sure, I'm like, I hope I know what he's talking about there, because <laughs> I was gonna be like, we gotta bring that thing. Oh, ooh, it's yeah,
1: a yeah, it's a surprise. Um, so make sure you listen to this show thoroughly, this whole episode thoroughly.
0: Dun, dun, dun. Of course, sells- if you're listening
1: to me now, then I um, hope you have. Um, <laughs> so that's all That's all I've got. Um, we'll see you next week. I think we've got another special guest from another special band from another special part of the country. Yes, especially. Especially for you. Um, so check that out. This is the Rhythm and Pixels Video Game Music Podcast. My name is Rob Nichols.
0: And I'm Pernell. Please have a great week. And remember... Right, I have nothing to really say here. just seriously... If you have an opinion and a feeling of something, don't just look at it from a from a tunnel vision perspective. Be open to new ideas and concepts and reasonings. Don't be a jerk. Don't hit people with your car. Oh
1: wow. Yeah.
0: Just don't be a freaking jerk. That's that's about all I got. That's That should be pretty solid. Yeah, we should be all right there. <laughs> yeah. Don't be don't be a, don't be a
1: dick. <laughs> <laughs> all right.